Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com slash careers. That's opcpest.com slash careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. It's time for the Roundtable with Round Daddy. Hey, Round Daddy. The Roundtable with Round Daddy. Me, James Strebel, Big Daddy. With your host, James Strebel. Hey, Round Daddy, James Strebel. Gotcha. On ESPN 680 and 105.7. And that's what cost the Clippers the game last night, their inability to shoot free throws. You know what the other story was of the game? Yeah, wait, 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 wait. Who, who's coaching this team? You and me are green. <laughs> you know how long, you know how long it this took? This is Sports Talk with Mike Pratt, Jack Grossman, and Dan Issel. <laughs> brought to you by Stockton Mortgage. If you could keep your headset on and pay attention a little bit. Sounds good. Mike has a favor to ask you. Oh, Miss Mike Pratt. Miss Dan Nissel. Yeah, but Dan Nissel's, he's still okay, but he's yeah. not on the airways anymore. Mike <laughs> Pratt, rest in peace. Love you, buddy. Miss that, him. Oh, that, 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 that combo with Jack Grossman was mm-hmm. magical. Yep. It was magical. Some radio magic, All baby. three of them together. Hey, 23 air locations, walk-in, drive-through, delivery, Cox's and Evergreen Liquors. That's Louisville's go-to liquor store. Tomorrow, every Wednesday, buy three, get one free cigars. And want to remind you that they're going to have a booth at the Tailspin Ale Fest, okay? They're going to have a tent, and they'll have cigars and other smoke products there as well. You'll be outdoors. You want to smoke a cigar? Smoke a cigar. Why not? They have the wine, the beer, the mixers, everything you need. Cox's Every Liquors. That's Louisville's go-to liquor store, coxeslouisville.com. They had a busy, fun show today. Let's add to the fun and bring on our guy, Jack Grossman, Floyd Street's finest, the field of 68, our man in Atlanta. How you doing, Jack? Oh, I am fantastic, guys. How are you doing? Do, it, do it, it warmed my heart to your good old uh, Mike and Dan Aww. on there on the intro. That was good. That was good, James. That was really good. Now that was <laughs> was that the first time that Issel ever like uh, like like scolded you about anything? It, probably not. <laughs> um, <laughs> probably not. I, I mean, it was NBA playoffs. It, that's the only reason I, I, I would think we'd be talking NBA, right? And. So, so it had to have been probably a couple months into it. So he'd probably scold me over something else at some point. <laughs> it, it, it took me a minute to like feel comfortable around Dan, just because you know he's he's Dan. He's Dan oh, I feel that. <laughs> but, yeah. But, but at that point, like I, I was clearly comfortable at that point. <laughs> There you go. I love it. All right, uh, Jack Grossman. Hello, one, ladies. One, one thing before we move on to the basketball talk. Now, you did text me, and it needs to be updated here. Mm. Jack did text me, and he did find out that what the gender of the person that asked you if you're in the NSA or CIA is. <laughs> it was a woman. There you oh, go. The Party. Yeah, gender reveal party there's for Jack Grossman. There's pink smoke coming out of the station right now. <laughs> yeah, there's pink smoke everywhere. I'm choking. <laughs> so proud of you. Congratulations, Jack. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was uh, apparently, because I, I, I had a nightcap 
on after I worked Friday night, and I met up with one of my friends I was with the weekend before. So <laughs> I said it with the, yeah, what the hell happened? <laughs> Great. And, Do you think yeah, she was trying to hit, put up, a move on you? Yeah. Was, you, yeah. was that a no pickup line? I'm going to try to use that. Are you in the CIA? Are you in the CIA? Are you in the NSA? You should, see, now Anna's going to put that Security, in her arsenal. get her away. <laughs> you just see an attractive guy at, at, I don't know where you got, Muscle and Burger Bar. No way. Like, Denny's. I'm going to cough. So I'm sorry. I, I, have to, I can't help it. <laughs> anyway, Jack. Sorry, Jack. Sorry, Anna. Oh, <laughs> should be sorry, you, But you can use that now. You walk up to the guy and be like, are you in the CIA? Are you in the CIA, yes or no? And be like, <laughs> I don't know what he'd say back. I don't have any good response to that. If, no. I'd be totally you like. You can't say yes if you are. Off kilter. You can't say yes. Yeah. And I'd be off kilter if a woman asked me, like, are you in the CIA? I'd be like, oh. You didn't know I'm Tim Couch. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's that's the correct that was answer. A that was good. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I wouldn't know what to say. Like, what's like the like? You had to have like a sexy comeback to that, but I don't know what it would be. Like, yeah, I'm in the CIA, or like I think it can I only go downhill. Want to go there. undercover with you? Yeah, I mean, is that, that is, is that the proper response, Jack? Did you say that? I would call the cops. I would call the police. Sure. (laughs) Probably what Jack said. I hope that's what Jack said. That'd make me eternally happy. Hello, ladies. (laughs) Hello, ladies. Well, Jack Grossman, he's with us. We're we're actually going to talk basketball, believe it or not. Um, I mean, where do you want to start, Jack? I mean, I I thought we learned something about Kansas over the weekend as they just completely dismantled Kelvin Sampson in Houston at the Fog. Now, again, it, it was at the Fog. We know things are different there, but then they follow up that massive victory with going on the road and losing to Kansas State last night in overtime. Can you make heads or tails of this Kansas team? And I mean, they're trending like they're not going to be a one seed, right? I mean, please tell me that this is not a one seed Kansas team with Bill Self. They could get a back door to be a one seed because I'm looking at like the one line. I mean, I mean, UConn and Purdue are going to be ones, and They're Carolina locks. is going to be a one. Yeah, yeah I, I feel like all three Carolina, of those are locks. Carolina doesn't have the wins that Purdue and UConn have, but like you have three losses, and it's February sixth. Right, <laughs> you're probably you got a good chance of being a one seed, and they're probably going to win the ACC regular season. They're probably going to win the ACC tournament. Like they, they're going to have a exactly. lot of hardware heading into Selection Sunday. Yeah, plus you know they're the name brand of Carolina. Like right, that that doesn't weigh nearly as much as it does in college football, but that that, that matters a little bit, I, I would say. So I, I think those three teams are probably going to be your be one seeds. But if if you're not going with Kansas, who's your fourth one seed? Like Houston, who Kansas just obliterated right. and doesn't have as many good wins as Kansas has. I mean, you know, other than that, I mean, you're not putting Wisconsin on the one line. You're not putting, like, any other Big 12 team on the one line. You're probably not putting Marquette on the one line. No. Arizona doesn't look like a one seed right now. Oh, who they're gonna are you do, putting on the one line? They're going to do it, aren't they, Jack? You're, 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 they're, I mean, they're going to do it. Emerges, I mean, I just, don't, I just don't see who else is going to be on that one line. What if Houston uh, ends up winning the Big Twelve? I mean, they they, they leapfrog now. Does does Kansas does Kansas go to Houston or is it just a one trip? Yeah. yeah so the last the last day of the year, okay. that last Saturday, we basically get everything we got this past Saturday. Okay, great. So where you know we get we get Kentucky and Knoxville, we get Carolina at Duke, and we get Kansas at Houston. Okay, and perfect. Let's be honest, like. Kansas had a great game plan against what Houston does, does blitzing those ball screens to where and really trying to pressure you. DeWan Harris, you know, at 
super, super experienced. He handled that pressure really, really well. Kansas got the ball moving. K.J. Adams is really, really good in that short roll. As we saw on the uh, game-tying basket he had last night against Kansas State. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Dickinson can pass the ball for a big guy. And the way Furphy's been shooting, Kevin McCuller, like, they're kind of – uh, it was kind of a perfect matchup for them. Houston kind of adjusted in the second half, but at that point it was too late to where I think Houston could definitely get them in, in the rematch. But at the end of the day, Kansas missed five shots in the first half. <laughs> one, yeah. one yeah. you're not going to play any better than that. And two, Calvin Sampson's is a damn good defensive coach. He, he's going to make adjustments to that, and Houston's the best defensive team in the country. It was mm-hmm. such an incredible high on Saturday that – there's just no way that was going to be sustained. Double out the fact that even though Kansas State's, State's a rivalry game, in-state rivalry, all that stuff, you're going from Houston at home, Kansas State on the road, to Baylor at home, and College Game Day on Saturday. That is as trap game as a trap game could ever get, Yeah. <laughs> even even with the rivalry aspect of it. And credit to you know Jerome Tang's guys, because they had lost four in a row, and they had their backs against the wall. They needed that game to, to really kind of re-solidify their NCAA tournament chances, try to get back on the right side of the bubble. So you saw them play an incredibly desperate basketball game last night, mm-hmm. night which was you know really good to see. It. And honestly, if you're a Louisville fan, I don't know how you can watch that game and see him celebrating with the students and going nuts and the enthusiasm and the energy as and say, how would you not want that guy to be at least considered to be the coach? Yeah, like, <laughs> like, I mean, I know it's a little bit of a tangent, but, but I mean, biggest game of the year to this point, his his team needed it. And he had them ready to play, and they were able to go out and win the damn game. But Kansas, I think, will be fine. They're obviously not as good as they were against Houston on Saturday because that's like an all time like Villanova nineteen eighty five. There's a great performance. Yeah, it's like you just can't. You just can't replicate missing five shots in a first half and shooting 69% from the field for a game against the number one defense in the country. Mm-hmm. You're just not going to execute that well again. But Johnny Furphy really emerging as that fifth guy, another dude that can hit threes and stretch the floor, is a really big deal for Kansas. That kind of opens everything else up for them because Kevin McCullough and Hunter Dickinson were shooting way above the career averages from three early in the year. They've kind of come back down to earth right. there. A little bit. I mean, I think you said on the broadcast last night, Dickinson's one of his last 16 from three, which, again, not great. Not that I I was expecting both of them to be shooting 48, 50, 52% like they were earlier the year from behind the arc. McCullough's still somewhere in the 40s, but you know that <laughs> there was going to be at least some regression to the mean there for both those guys. So for Furphy to step up, that really, really helps them, creates more floor spacing and takes some of that pressure off the other four guys to where – where you, you have a fifth guy to score. It would still be great for them. They had someone from the bench pick up, but, but Johnny Furphy is a huge difference maker for them. And, and, and being, other than, you know, last night where he kind of struggled a little bit, but where Kansas State really tried to take him out of the game, but what, what does that mean? That opens things up for Dickinson, who had 21, working mm. in the paint, and K.J. Adams on the short roll again. So you kinda can't stop everyone <laughs> defending the... Kansas, especially if DeWan Harris was scoring like he did last night. Absolutely. But, yeah, I... I... I hate to agree with you, Jack, but you're right. Unless unless Houston can stop them, uh, we're, yeah. we are we're going to be barreling towards another Kansas one C. Well, let's let's talk about another game that happened that Saturday, and that's Kentucky and Tennessee. And, and I mean, there was never a moment. <laughs> Anna just made a face. Gagged. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there was never a moment in the game, Jack, where even when they cut it to four points and, they, and it looks like things were getting closer, that I thought Kentucky was going to win that game. I mean, Tennessee just completely outplayed. 
outplayed them, out-hustled them at every turn. And if Rob Dillingham doesn't have 35 points, that loss would have been even more lopsided than it was. Um, so my question to you is this. Someone that, you know, you're, you're over here just able to rattle off all, all, the, all the basketball knowledge, and you know it better than I do. You watch it closer than I do. Uh, exactly what in the hell is wrong with Kentucky's defense? Why can't they stay in front of people? And why in the world can they not cover a single person on the perimeter at the three once an offense starts their action? We talking about Kentucky or Indiana? <laughs> yeah. Both. Got jokes. I mean, he I does woke have up jokes. Sunday morning. Yeah. Yeah. But like I woke up Sunday morning and, and I've lamented and lambasted the Indiana defense all year long. And that's why they, they, they freaking suck. Kentucky is one spot behind Indiana in Ken Palm's defensive efficiency rankings mm. right now. Yeah. Like that, that's how bad it is. I'm not trying to say that to pump Indiana up or anything. They're, they're atrocious. They're done. Like they're one hundred and one and one hundred and two in defensive efficiency That's in the good. rating, and, <laughs> and 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 all you need to know about that Tennessee game because like I'll, I'll kind of couple in Duke Carolina with this as well. Like R.J. Davis scored four points in the first half for Carolina, and they were still up eight at halftime, and he finishes with seventeen, but one of his most efficient night. But he had other dudes step up. It was kind of the same strip for Tennessee, where Dalton Connect was only five of fourteen from the field. Right. The difference is. We've seen Armando Baycott be a dude for, you know, four years. To where it's not that even though he hadn't been great this year, he steps up, Harrison Ingram steps up. It's like, okay, we, we, we could see that happening in the past. Tennessee, I mean, the guy Ziegler, we've been sitting here for five years, and the dude has never been a consistent offensive threat. And he He's not. 26. Right. I mean, Tennessee drops 103 points inside Rupp Arena. And don't connect the dude that's supposed to be the all everything for them, and and the guy that's literally been dragging that offense all year had an off shooting night. Mm-hmm. To where I give Carolina credit for their role players stepping up. I, for Kentucky, Tennessee, I look like okay, that's a bigger ind- indictment and a bigger indictment on how poor Kentucky's been yes. defensively all year. We really thought. I mean, DJ Wagner is the. We've had this discussion before. It's kind of their best athlete on the perimeter. Where you look at him and you think he should be the best perimeter defender on the team, but it really doesn't solve that because they've had those struggles with DJ yes. in the lineup also. It's really as simple as, you know, we go back to the UNC-Wilmington game, and they got beat just individual plays, guys just making plays against Kentucky. And the theory was, well, you know, Bradshaw's going to come back, Yenzo's going to come back, Big Z's eventually going to get cleared. And you can clean up a lot of the mistakes on the back end with the big guys. You can get mm-hmm. some of them. I mean, you know, Uganda had, what, six, seven blocks against Florida? But even when you're doing that, it puts your defense in rotation, and it's going to leave shooters wide open. If right. You can't just simply stop the ball and keep people in front of you. And that's really Kentucky's biggest issue right now. They can't stay in front of anyone. No. And, and until that changes, I mean, you know, Mike DeCourcy last week, we um, – from the sporting news and Fox Sports and his bracketology had Kentucky as a three seed one week ago today. Yeah. Today they're a six seed. I mean, fielding the 68 had, had Kentucky as a six seed. I saw, you know, Joe Lenardi has them as a six seed. Delphi Bracketology had them between a five and a six battling Florida Atlantic for the, for the last five spot. I mean, it, it's really caught up to them. They were winning games despite of the defense early mm-hmm. in the year. You'll get at the Carolina game, especially Miami, who they blew out, who we just know is absolutely terrible now. Um, and, and, and some of those early SEC games, 
But eventually the question was, look, you can't keep defending at this poor of a level and just expect to score 90, 95 points to win every and game. And be okay, yeah. You're gonna have, yeah, and be okay. You're not going to be okay doing that. And we haven't seen that progression that we normally see out of a John Calipari team that we traditionally see out of a John Calipari team on that end of the floor. And right now you're sitting here, you know, what is it? What, what's today? February 6th? February 6th, the yeah. Calipari terms, you know, that runway – there's not a lot of track left on that runway to kind of get better. And you got all your guys on there, you know, whenever they would get DJ Wagner back, you're going to have a full deck of cards. You have your front court now. There's really not an excuse for this. You've got to be better at the point of attack and just keep dudes in front of you. And, and Kentucky just – it's very it sounds very simple, but that's the root of all Kentucky's problems on, on that end of the floor. It's also crazy to think of under Tubby Smith how unacceptable a six seed felt. I think there's a lot going into that. Um, you know, you're optimistic because of the talent that Kentucky has, but just a odd comparison, I guess, that I wanted to point out. It's crazy, the fact that they're projected to be a six seed right now. Yeah. It, and, and, and to go back to, you know, they can't stay in front of everybody. When you're that, and Anna and I have talked about this, you know, when you're that level of, a, of an athlete to where, you know, you're a top, you know, 10 uh, recruit in the country, you're an NBA lottery pick or an NBA first or second round draft pick or whatever the, the case may be, you should have a specific certain level, level of, of athleticism where you can just do the simple thing. And I say simple thing. I know how difficult it is, but when you're at that level, you should be able to stay in front of another player. And for Kentucky's yeah. guards to just not be able to do that, I mean, is it is it is it them, Jack? Is it is it that the, the, the message is getting through in practice? Is it a coaching thing? Are are they just getting lost because of the of the defense, of all the switching? I mean, I, I refuse to believe it's just they can't do it. I refuse to believe that. I mean it as anything else, it's probably a little bit of all the above. I don't know if it's one specific thing with Kentucky, I, I, I think, you know, you have a dude like Antonio Reeves, as great as he's been on the offensive end, he just hasn't been a good defender throughout his college career. Mm-hmm. You know, Reed Shepard, as good as he is, and, and he's not the type of guy, he's probably Kentucky's best runner defender, but he's not the type of guy that you're going to stick on the the uh, opposing team's best player and say, you're going to shut him down. He's, you know, kind of, he'll play off off the ball, he'll intercept passes, mm-hmm. he'll get deflections as a help defender. That that's kind of where he lives. Lives as, as as a defender more than anything else. He did have the uh, really great block I think on Saturday yes. night. That was again just kind of, you know coming out of nowhere, chase down block, block type of thing, but it, it's just kind of everything. I, I it's something it, it's a hard question to answer. Because it's very rarely just in plain sight. With like with Indiana, it's very much in plain sight. They have no idea how how to defend the ball screen, and they just don't rotate at all. <laughs> but, 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 I mean, it's, so it's like it, it's hard to be that bad to where you just see it plainly, right? Like that. But Kentucky's biggest issue is, you know, they're not. Whereas Indiana gets killed on ball screens, it's very much just one on one, one dude taking another guy and beating him and putting the rest of the defense in rotation. And when you're in rotation, you're going to give up open shots. Yeah. Unless you're unless you're Houston or Virginia, where you're so, so fundamentally sound defensively that you can recover quickly enough and, and you know your rotations because you've been doing it and practicing it for literally three, four years to where it's just second nature or like Louisville with the uh, Bettino zone back in the day. Mm-hmm. It, you're, you're just not going to have good – you're not going to have a good outcome if you're stuck in rotation. And that's – 
and that's Kentucky's issue. When they can't stay in front of the ball, they I mean, you look at, you know, someone like Sakai Ziegler. Not a great offensive threat, but tiny, quick, really fast guard. Wade Taylor. Really fast, quick guard. They they struggle with it, it looks like quicker guards, you know. Yeah. Florida, Walter Clayton, quick quick guard. I mean the play the play last week week the game winning three or not game winning three, the game tying three. That was very clear, like, like you know, from Walter Clayton, whether or not Florida, whether or not you should have fouled Florida up three or not. Point being, I I kind of agree with Cal to where I think I thought there was too much time to foul up three. Sure, but you executed that possession so poorly, so poorly. in Kentucky. Reed Shepard just completely lost Clayton. Yeah, he did. There's, there's no there's no there's no way to get around it. Yeah, like he got caught on the elbow, and he was looking. He wasn't looking at his man. And he lost him, and he gave up a wide-open three. That's the type of thing you can't do. And that's the type of simple thing where it's like, okay, if you're going to be a good defensive team, you got to know where the man is that you're guarding. And in a very critical spot, I don't want to feel like I'm piling on Reed Shepard. He's been really great for Kentucky this year. No, again, I understand. probably their best perimeter defender. But in that, in that point, you know, that's, that's, a, that's a freshman mistake. And Kentucky's playing a lot of freshmen at this stage. And I know people don't want to hear that, especially Kentucky and Calipari and everything that they've said. But some of it is just silly freshman mistake of not being fundamentally sound enough to stay in front of your man, keep your eye on your man. Or, you know, as they teach you in fourth grade, stay between your man and the basket. It, it, it's very simple stuff that they don't do. Yeah. And, that's, and that's probably the most infuriating part of it. Oh, it absolutely is. All right, Jack Grossman with us. Uh, one more for you, Jack, uh, before we get you out of here. Appreciate the time. Field of 68 and Floyd Street's finest. Jack Grossman, check him out there. Um, <laughs> on the opposite end of things, Louisville gets a win <laughs> on Saturday, Jack. And they did something that I've been you know, kind of critical of them uh, not doing for a while. Instead of having one guy play very well. They actually had a group of guys play very well with Brandon Hundley Hatfield and Tyler Johnson. Mike James had a fine game. Uh, Curtis Williams obviously. So like I, I don't know Jack. Here, here's my question. This is- We're trying everything. <laughs> They've got a very very weak schedule. They already went through their gauntlet. Okay so their weak schedule yeah. is upcoming. Um, and let me let me just pull this up here real quick for you so I can get this right. But they We've have. been bullied so much. <laughs> they're, tired of, they're tired of being bullied. So tomorrow they had they're at Syracuse, who just lost their best player from getting kicked off the team. Georgia Tech, Boston College, Pitt, and Notre Dame. So that's one, two, three, four, five games in a row where they are winnable. I'm not saying Louisville will win, but they're winnable games. If I said five games, Jack, how many games do they win out of those five? It's it's an interesting question because first of all, just on Florida saying this is what I spent a lot of the podcast. So I thought Florida State was about as good of a matchup Louisville could have had in terms of hmm. they switch everything, but they don't have the athletes that they used to have. So Yeah, that's a great so, point. Yeah. So you can so you can exploit those switches, both, you know, Tyler just blowing by dudes and BHH just punishing small guys in the paint. Like like it, it's not surprising you see them them uh, exploit those switches a lot. And also from the standpoint of Florida State fouls more often than anyone else in the country. <laughs> and Louisville's best offense has been getting to the free throw line. And it's not a surprise that Louisville shot 45 free throws in that game. Like, my game scored 18 points and only made two field goals. <laughs> like, let that one sink in for a minute. <laughs> I mean, 
mean? So Louisville, you, you give them credit, you know, they had the game plan. You knew your strengths played into Florida State's weaknesses. And for once, they actually executed it for 40 minutes to where you yes. had to work for 40 minutes, which is very, very rare for, you know, Louisville and Kenny Payne to be able to do that, to be able to have that go the way you want it to go. But you looking, you move forward. I mean, Syracuse immediately, you know, they're, you know, Florida State opponents score, I think, like 23% of their points from the free throw line, which is the 27th highest in the country. Syracuse is at 15%. Oh wow! That's, oh that's, yeah, that's, wow! Um, that's that's bottom fifteen. <laughs> is that the worst? How bad is that? Yeah. So so <laughs> you're going to have to get your offense in different ways if you're if you're Louisville, right? Then more likely than not against Syracuse, we've seen this. So Louisville playing, you know, mid-major opponents, teams that they're just able to athletically overwhelm. Or in Florida State's case, you know. They're playing 12 guys. They don't really care if they foul you. He's like, we'll wear you down eventually, but they just don't have the guns to do that like they used to. Um, but but you're playing, you know, a Syracuse team, you know, it's kind of closer to not to say Syracuse, North Carolina, or Duke, or any means like that. But you've seen when Louisville's played high major teams other than, you know, the Florida States, again, that just want to foul you over and over again. They haven't had that same ability to get to the free throw line whenever they want to. So I think it'll be – more along the lines of that to where Louisville's going to have to work to get their offense a little bit more than than they did against Florida State, and they dropped 101 points yeah. on Florida State. They're going to have to shoot the three ball better. <laughs> Louisville only took four threes in the second half of, uh, on Saturday night, which was really, really smart, again, because you could get to the bucket whenever you wanted to. Yes. So, so I want to see if they can do that again. The offense hasn't been the problem for Louisville for the most part. And, that, and that's what it's people, been, yeah, that, yeah. Sorry to catch up, but that's what people around here have been saying. Like, hey, look, I mean, there's there's issues, but let's let's leave the offense alone. So you're actually kind of agreeing with them on that take. Right, right. Like the offense has been fine. The issue is the defense has been historically atrocious. Like you, you, be, you shot 45 free throws. You made 36 of them. You had 50 points in the paint. You scored 101 points, and you only beat a bad Florida State team by nine. Right. That's <laughs> like, great, yeah. That, 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 to me, is like, okay, I don't know if this was really them turning a corner or if it was more of just a, a good matchup. They fought their balls off. I hate to say it like that. <laughs> and that's what we're going to see over this next stretch is have they made the strides on the defensive end that they need to? Because they can score. Yeah. I mean, they've actually been a fine offensive team the last month or so. The issue is, you know, I said this out a couple weeks ago, they had that eight-game stretch where teams were scoring at a more efficient rate than Alabama was. And Alabama's the best offense in the country. Yeah. <laughs> so where if they can defend at, at even just a baseline level, they'll have a chance in some of these games. Because, God, the ACC – it's so bad. Outside of those, outside of those top four ish schools of you know Duke, Carolina, I guess Virginia now because they seem to be punking everyone what, uh, defensively and just mothering people and maybe Clemson, who I guess is a tournament team, but they don't really look like it. The they really don't. Right now. But I mean, like NC State's on the outside looking in right now. Wake Forest. On, on the wrong side of the bubble as of today. Miami is nowhere close to an NCAA tournament team. No, my at, goodness. At the moment, which is one of the bigger stunners that I think we've seen out of college basketball this year. Because I think they might be the most talented team in that league. And for them to just fall apart like this with a guy like Jim Laranega, who's been a really, really damn good coach, is one of the more shocking things I've seen in, in, in college hoops, hoops this year. But 
you're playing the bottom feeders of the ACC. And, yeah. you know, and I say bottom feeders, you're playing the middle and the bottom of the ACC, which is basically all the same piling garbage of junk. Right. It's the same that, teams that, that just there. happen to be yeah. beating, yeah, beating each other. All right, Jack, yeah. we got to get out of here, man. Appreciate the time. Uh, enjoy the games tonight. I know Kentucky uh, and Vanderbilt play at 830. Uh, other, you know, there's obviously more college basketball to watch than just that. Obviously, that's what I'm watching <laughs> more than anything. But, yeah, we've got all kinds of good stuff going on uh you got anything cooking i mean you have old miss uh south carolina should be a good one clemson north carolina we'll see iowa state texas is a good one i mean it's a good slate uh byu oklahoma good slate of college basketball tonight uh anything coming down the pike on uh floyd street's finest bill six that we need to be looking out for yeah we published today actually um oh there we go it's it, 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 yeah it's basically just 35 minutes of me breaking down what Louisville did offensively against Florida State and then wondering, does this actually mean anything? And then we also hit on some of the uh, games here over the weekend as well from from Saturday with, with how much it was. You know me. I can't I can't shy away from it. Oh, absolutely. You shouldn't. Yeah, nor should you shy away from it. All right, Jack. Appreciate the time. Take care, Jack, buddy. We'll talk to you next week. Oh, Jack, there's James. Payne said about it. They fought their balls off. I hate to say it like that. Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse <laughs> excuse Coach Payne's language, Jack. Excuse his language. All right, buddy. Have a good one. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks. I'll see you guys. All right, Jack Grossman. There he is. All right. So I'm out of here. Yes, you got a big event tonight. Got a big event tonight. Little CSAA tournament action. Going to go watch that. Let's go, Kellen. Let's go, Raiders. I'll update you tomorrow. We'll be back in. Weird Wednesday. Now, Anna and James, I believe Nick Valvano is going to take you all to the end of the show. Appreciate them. Before I. If you don't like it. You're going to be a fan of the cat. If you don't like it, you're going to be a fan of the car. I love your... Your voice for your impersonations. You do like I just that? imagine you practicing it every morning. I don't. It just, it, just, it just... Naturally, it's method acting. It just... It's like it downloads. Yeah, I like it. You know what I'm it's saying? It's the Holy Spirit. It is. It's the Holy Spirit or it's, it's a, a download from another dimension. Look at... It's an alien. It's an alien Get download. away from me. Look Looking for a super offer for Super Bowl 58? DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered. New customers can bet on the big game and turn 5 bucks into 200 instantly in bonus bets. And with DraftKings same game parlays, everyone's got a shot at even bigger win for Super Bowl 58. String together multiple bets for the big game for a shot at making your payday that much bigger. And who doesn't want a bigger payday, whether it be the Super Bowl, college basketball, NBA, NFL, whatever, they've got you covered. So go ahead and download the DraftKings Sportsbook now and use code WHB if you're a new customer. Why? Because new customers can bet 5 bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 58 along with the code WHBE. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus physically present in Kentucky. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. Taking care of your family isn't always easy, so we make sure getting care when you need it is. With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience, too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere.
it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. Louisville wins the next two out of three. They're going to win two out of three. You're listening to the Round Table with Round Daddy. Now here's Round Daddy, James Striebel. <laughs> no, it's not. Ha <laughs> ha, surprise. Surprise, surprise, people. It's everyone's favorite lib. It's Nikki the V. <laughs> they want the boot. The, <laughs> Nikki, Nikki the boot. The boot. <laughs> Nikki the V is uh, it was a character on an episode of Bones. Oh, no, that was I like know a that. Guido. His name was literally Nikki so Devi, and so my girlfriend calls me that all the time. She does? So piss me off. I hate it. Why does it make you she, mad? Because it's so like. But it matches. I'm not Nikki. I'm not a Guido. Like, and you it was, Nikki and it's one of those like fake Guido names. Like, yeah. like an Anglo writer was the like, situation. I need, yeah, I need someone who's a Guido to die in this name episode. Him Johnny. Yeah, somebody named Johnny or Nick or Petey or something. And it's just like, come on, really, Petey like, or something. But yeah, so yeah, Nikki the Boot, uh, Phil. The, in. <laughs> the last I, okay. If I would have been on uh, a Louis show today, uh-huh. and I, I would have had the coverall because okay. I did trivia with Diener. Oh my gosh! I, I, you know, I ran my two shows. Um, I started the drive, and now I'm tagging in for streams with you. So. And listen, can I just give a little shout out to Nick being a hero? So, Shreebles <laughs> oh, at Kellen's game, Please. and I thought I was going to have to handle this last segment, and I just, you know, I don't do well in the mic one chair, so I had to call him back up, and Nick just came right in. He's wearing a cape. He came right in here. <laughs> oh, what can I say? Um, I don't know. Like, the, There's like high levels of vitamin V on the airwaves. This yeah, is, like, I'm not yeah. sure. I'm not sure that's a good thing. To Our take over. Our, our listeners probably don't like it. Text I'm really in. making you sit there so you can look at the text. All right. Well, four three seven nine six eighty UPS jobs text line. Um, I will read a uh, bad text that you send to Anna. Because um, I'm just okay. kidding. I'm kidding. I won't do that. I don't uh, read <laughs> gross stuff. But I will. Why? I am shameless. I'm shameless in uh, my my need for uh, adulation. So text in right hey, now if you like hearing me. If you like hearing me, text in yes. If you don't, say no, but do it funny. Send us That's your nicest compliments. Tell You're us nice. you love us. Like, well, like or a backhanded one. I would love that. No, like, I wouldn't. Just like, send me nice. What's the uh, the one my dad always uses? Oh, for a fat girl, you don't sweat much. Oh like it's like gosh. the worst like backhanded compliment ever. Lord so knows. He, like he always says, like probably gonna get his ass canceled at some point. Point. Times I got him slapped in the face. Uh, enough, but no, actually, he he, he doesn't. He, he's very careful what he uses. He only uses, uses that around yeah. the station. I was gonna say, Bob would drop kick him through a window if he ever said that to her. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I'm exaggerating. Also, your mom's tiny. <laughs> she throws. She packs a punch. Uh, but yeah, a whole lot of Italians here taking you down the stretch on the round table with Round Daddy. Four three seven nine six eight UPS Jobs text line. Couple of things to uh, talk about tonight. By the way, our man Mike Gandolfo, Jason Entz, and Zachy C will have you for. Uh, the Kentucky Fish and Wildlife UK post-game show as soon as that one goes final right here on ESPN 680-1057, probably around 10.30 or so, um, as it will be the Cats and the Doors. The Doors, to- baby. It's the all-cal matchup. Now, we, we should talk a smidgy about that before we talk about some of the other topics du jour. There's a lot of stuff I want to pick your brain about. Mm-hmm. And of course, it's us, so there's going to be some nonsense yeah. and all that jazz. But More nonsense than I, not. I haven't watched a ton of UK basketball this okay. year, but 
but I do know, obviously, the big story is their struggles on defense and the yeah. fact that they've lost three of their last four. Mm-hmm. And DJ Wagner out again tonight. Mm-hmm. That high ankle sprain doesn't seem to be getting better. Um, who else is that? Trey Mitchell's out tonight. Yep, back. Uh, back spasms. And high ankle sprains, those are just tough. No, they it's linger. So even when he comes do. back, it's going to be affecting mm-hmm. him. Not going to be 100%. Cal basically said in his pr- like press conference that they just can't win without B- uh, DJ. And I don't agree with that. I think they just need some kind of production from their front court. Or how about just anything? Yes, something. And also, you have a spoil of riches in your backcourt. Are you kidding me? You can't win without one of them? Uh, That's a slap in the face to every other team in the country. Well, how about let's use this as an opportunity for a Justin Edwards get, I don't even think I could call it get right, a get get it together game, get it going game, something. get it popping game. But see, Maybe this will be his opportunity. Low, nah, I don't know, low stakes, but against. You know, defense isn't going to be a huge thorn in the side of Kentucky tonight because. Right. But they have lost their last two games against yeah. Vanderbilt. They, this has been their like their bugaboo team, mm-hmm. Jerry that, Stackhouse. But I feel like this team's different. They're just they're. they're I, I, I would be completely fake taking if mm-hmm. I had anything about Vanderbilt. <laughs> You're going to come in with something. Just here. come fi- like I can't even name it. Player <laughs> off the top. If you gave me multiple choice, I'm not sure I could get a <laughs> You're player. Like, love off how of they switch on defense. I uh, love the pick and roll. Oh no, the way they run that uh, Princeton offense is fantastic. <laughs> Fantastic. Out and of then, bounds plays. Uh, just immediately start like vomiting. <laughs> like I mean, I, I, it's just I haven't watched any yeah. basketball this I, year. I'm not gonna lie to you, but, nor have I. But I mean, it's, I'm not. You know, I'm not saying that like gloatingly. I feel like I should. I feel like you know, if we're on these airwaves, I don't we should think know. anyone should. But uh, okay, thank you. Like now, now because I felt like I was, I was trying to like endear myself to the masses. Be like, I'm sorry, but what, like the masses but, of Vanderbilt but now sports I'm being, fans. Yeah, but now I'm being angry. I was like, besides Will Purdue, name me one bat like you Please. know Vanderbilt basketball player. And now the text line is going to come in. But well, Steve Stevenson, you know, he's the sixth man on New Orleans. <laughs> you know, the dumbass, Kevin you know. Stallings. Okay. Yeah, right. Exactly. So, you know, by all means, text in those 4379680. But yeah, got so it'll be interesting uh, to see. I don't know. Bradshaw is my guy. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the one I want to see something more from. Because yeah. you got it. So, I mean, besides a couple of like put back or, you know, mm-hmm. lob dunks or something, you know what you're going to get from him offensively. Yeah. He adds a defense. He's a role player. He, yeah, he's a role player. He adds a defensive presence. Mm-hmm. And, he, and he has been. Blocks. Besides Antonio Reeves, I would probably say one of the better defensive players. Yeah. Um, for UK. But Aaron Bradshaw, I mean, when they were at their best, mm-hmm. they were getting some production from Bradshaw. That yeah. UNC game, their last ranked win. He had 14 and like seven. Yeah. And he doesn't have to be the leading scorer, but he's got enough offensive chops that I feel like he's somebody that, and I know he's been banged up. I know this whole team's been banged up, but he seems to me as, besides maybe, I don't know, if you're not going to get it from him, are you going to get it from Justin Edwards? Is that like, because you, you've proven, I mean, Rob Dillingham is dropping 35 off the bench <laughs> against a fit, the fifth ranked team in the country. I mean, he's... He's do, he's doing his. Doing he can't do anything else. Doing his part and more. Reed Shepard's still scoring in double, double figures. Antonio Reeves had what twenty one in that game. Yep. I mean, he's doing everything he can, and he's probably the best defend defender on the Which team. Never would I have thought. You talked to me this off season. Who would be the best defender, perimeter defender? 
Antonio Reeves, I would have picked to be last. So awesome. I think he's just improved so much laterally, athletically, uh, in terms of quickness. Oh, absolutely. Completely impressed by him. No, and, and he's been he's been consistently, at least the past couple of games, um, you know, I've got a recency bias. Like I <laughs> haven't like I can't recall things that happened earlier in the season, unless it's like a U, like a UNC game, obviously. Yeah. Like I can't like I'm not gonna like analyze how he's progressed through the season, but I know he's been playing good defense as of late. I know you got in when so has I can't talk. Um, has been playing. I'm on like sixth cup of green tea today. You're killing it. So it's like a, a mixture. Like, yeah, but it's like a healthy At shake. Least someone's got it. It's like a healthy I'm on shake. Mars right now. I've got healthy shakes, I guess. But like, I completely tuned out. Diener, by the way, sidebar. Like twice today, Diener said something. And I immediately tuned, like, I didn't mean to. I tuned it out and, like, okay, we're talking about, well, uh, full disclosure, bracket challenge, guys. It's coming up. We're right around, the sun, right around the corner from um, <laughs> the uh, March Madness. Yeah. And our bracket, bracket challenge. Six weeks. We're talking about getting less. some great prizes, like we always do. And Diener, you know, we're brainstorming in the back. Diener goes literally, well, I think I can maybe get like a big screen TV from RGB and then maybe we can get like a bourbon package from Liquor Barn. And not two seconds go by and I go, hey, Diener, do you think we can get a TV from RGB? And he literally like looks at me. He's like, are you serious? Like, I just said that. Sorry. And I didn't even like realize it. And then the same thing happened during trivia this morning. And I mean, I listen to the VP. VP, if he's listening, probably goes, "No, you don't, Nick. Why do you think I yell at you so much?" But I do. Li- I don't like intentionally <laughs> tune him out. Well, I was like, I told you, I was like, I'm sorry, I spaced out because I was trying to think of how to get a Papa shot okay. again for our bracket challenge. Let's so, get one here. We do. We, do we have one? This is perfect. You two are made for each other. This yeah. is uh, this is so perfect, Anna. We know. We uh, oh my god, it must be an entire thing. We have a Papa shot in the back. We do. You didn't know that? No. No. Okay. All right, I will give you... Not back here. No, we do, 100%. Not back there, in the on other the back. On the other side. On the other side. Go over oh, you there. don't go to the 93.9, the well, Bill side? Well, why would I... don't have any you're business You're afraid you're going to get there. shot I'm over there? I'm going to get jumped. Yeah, right, because you're wearing... what you said. You wear blue over, over here? We heard six and six. It's first season. You're going to jump me. You're never going to see me again. You came over there during the Louisville-Kentucky game. They were terrorizing me over there. I don't think I did. I think I apologized from here. Did I come over there? So now we have something that we will put on ESPN Louisville Plus. Like, share, subscribe. Hit the smash, body slam, elbow drop that notification People's button. elbow that notification. Why is it like always like that? It always has to be something super violent. Just click the damn thing. Like it's or not that trucking hard. Lightly, like, lightly caress it. Yeah. <laughs> Go the opposite way. Yeah. We're gonna make it really weird. Just hug it. Everyone's like, like, share, subscribe, smash that button. We're gonna do the opposite. Like shake its hand. Just shake, you know, gently, yeah. Let, yeah. <laughs> gingerly touch tips. Hug. Like just barely press it. You know, with with Hold the delicacy of a, of a light flower, oh, a flower. They're just make everybody really uncomfortable. Like we will, t- we will click your damn notification button. If you stop talking kiss. about that. Oh my god. Oh, Scotty Pippen Jr. There we go. Yeah, I, actually, I did know that. Uh, Vanderbilt. Oh yeah, player. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'm an idiot. Thank you. Sorry about that. Marcus Jordan. Son. Uh, yo, Damn. Nick. You just said you don't say gross stuff on air. Didn't you sing peeing in the sink last week on air? Appreciate you, dude. Wait, who yeah, said you point. don't say gross stuff? Did you just say that? Yeah. See, right now we're on the same wavelength today. Yeah. I'm except I'm doing it mid sentence, like to myself. I'll forget. Well, what what are, you, I'm are you? What are you drinking? Are you drinking green tea too? No, Maybe it's the Coke green tea. Zero. Coke Zero. Nice. I love you, some Coke Zero. <laughs> Is that a Stanley Cup? No, 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 okay. no, no. We ain't balling like that. Shoot, that's an Amazon.com cup. Please. Uh, okay, you're a girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, Last I checked, yes. <laughs> 
What uh? What's the appeal with Stanley? Cups? Don't ask me because I'm anti. Okay, you're an anti Stanley oh, Cup. I think when it's I first so heard it, dumb. Jeanette brought it up. I was like, oh wow, you're getting hockey stuff. And she was like, what the hell? Is, what the hell is that? And like one of the reasons I love her and she drives me crazy at the same time. We love Jeanette. Is, this is she, Jeanette fan account. No, we, we love Jeanette, but she doesn't know anything about sports. So like That's when I nice said, like, no, it's cute. Like uh, she's obviously like not you know dating me because of like sports stuff. Like oh wow, I you're on the radio. Is. No, yeah, she's. I think she, she's a long time listener. She is not. First time caller. Get those tickets, baby. She's yeah. not a not a microphone jockey. Uh, yeah, she ain't. No, she ain't no. On. She ain't no radio bunny. <laughs> I, did, I actually met one. Did I've, you? In my entire career, Where am I? there was one I met, and like, and I mean, I have, I do not have the closing skills to do anything you about. It. This was back when I was single, yeah, and I had no skills with women. But like, I just was like, she's into us because we're on the radio. We're famous, and I was like, and I just was like, do you see the car I drive? Like, mm-hmm. why are you? Stop why? Nick it was like you have terrible taste in men. Well, that's the I thing. can't date you. You would madam. think. I think people always think like, oh, like she does sports talk radio, like guys must like you. And I'm like, no, it's actually, I don't think the men like it because it's like, you know. But you think guys don't like you because you're on sports radio? No, because then if you try to have a conversation, it's going to get to a point where you're talking about it just as passionately or aggressively in some cases maybe not my own i don't know but you know what i mean and like if you know just as much oh do that this is interesting you know it's not yeah oh, guys, right. like putting, you know a little putting, bit putting a uk vanderbilt bow on it i think Ann bradshaw has to have a good night tonight. Okay. yeah that's so now, where, where i was trying to get with that that was my whole point no, your whole kidding. point all right so you know done with saying? that no this is now this is like this is interesting to me really? as a woman as a woman in sports as Nikki, a woman as a, as a woman you're multiple women you identify as a you whole are the trio women, of women in the building. As, no, seriously, you and Chrissy Banta represent mm-hmm. the ladies. Shout out Chrissy Lover. Yeah, thank, thank God for you guys. Otherwise, like we Italian would just girls, be... Italian girls, Paisana's holding it down. Pa- yeah, two Italian girls and holding Avery. down the studio. And Avery. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, but she's not on air. That's the reason I didn't say Avery. Yeah. You know, Avery holds it down behind the scenes. Avery's but, a hurting But in, ter- in terms of like on-air personalities. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, no, much love to Avery. Didn't mean to slight her in any way. But as a woman in sports... <laughs> Like, does do you feel like guys get threatened by you? I, I like, don't. I wouldn't say we're threatened. We did say Nikki the lab doing women's studies. Yeah, come on, on yeah, this is streams. Stuff. Streams is gonna do like a, like a Fast and the Furious one eighty on the highway. And like, I gotta come back. I don't know what the hell he's doing. Yeah, I wanna, he's oh my god! Doing. I want to answer. I think it has nothing to do with sports. <laughs> no, I don't think it has to do. Uh, I don't think threatened. I think annoyed is what annoyed. I mean. Well, like, uh, like why though? Why well, because you... then they, like, you know, it, it's fun in games until maybe it's like you oh, might know some more facts or like, something. Like you have like an, like you actually have takes. You like have an insight. Yeah, and all of a sudden it's, it's like, just oh, like, damn. Wanna, gosh, yeah, I, this isn't fun anymore. I have to. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what it is, but I don't know. I think that's a common misconception. I don't think it's ever been like. A plus. So, like, guys don't like look at it as a plus for if like you're maybe a the girl. first and five minutes, the first like so it, date, maybe half a day. It's like maybe. fruit stripe gum. It's like this is great, yeah. and then they're just like, and I want to spit like, this out. Okay, she won't stop talking about uh, Final Four stats from 2006. Please. <laughs> But you, but see, you got more. You're multi leveled. You're like mm-hmm. Shrek. You're like an onion. You That's got levels. I always wanted a man to like, say I was like Shrek. I'm not good at talking so to women, much. Anna. You know this. Like, you. It's one of the reasons. Like 
Jeanette's write that a one saint. down. Jeanette, no. come get him now. No, I don't mean uh, you. Obviously, don't look like Shrek. I'm saying that like Just you you're got sound depth. like him. You've, You've got like, depth. You got you're layers not, like an onion. Yeah. No, I don't know. Um, yeah, you think we're just talking about Anastasia? Like, yeah. Here. I so didn't mean to what do, do you this. guys want to know? I've been in this thinking like I could have been a good Mike one. Yeah, I'm like, hold on. No, I'm just kidding. I like Nick has the reins on this. Uh, help us out, text line. Like I was about to say, it's like Anna, but I put myself on the mixtape. I was just be like, Anna, I can tell you how to impress a dude. It's like I got you. I'll tell you how to talk to men. <laughs> Let me tell you. End up in jail <laughs> tonight. <laughs> oh man, but no, that was interesting. I never like would have thought that. I just thought it was sort of like because it, guys like women, guys like sports. Ergo, women who talk sports, peanut butter and chocolate. Like right? I didn't think like people were just like, no, I don't like Reese cups. Well, it becomes very much like one of the boys type thing. You know, it's not like the most like you know you. Wait, we got, we got, we're coming. We're leaving in two minutes. Yeah, Nick, you have derailed the show. So, uh, sup? My name is Nick Falvano. That's what I do. Hello, Nick saved the brand. It's, yeah, he <laughs> saved the show. It would be dead air if it was just me right now. I, I don't know about that. It'd be just music, just tap dancing. What would lot. you have done like without me? Like because, and I'm not saying this like <laughs> because what I'd would be, you have done without me? I, same thing. If I didn't have you, like if I was in here and like they like had me like solo doing this, yeah. like I, we wouldn't have like sound bites, great sound bites of me calling you Shrek. Like it would just be me <laughs> <Say> like, <that. laughs> yeah, sorry, I did not mean it like that. <laughs> like, but I mean, I'd be tap dancing too. I'd be like, so Dartmouth formed a union, yeah. like. So what's your favorite color? That's what yeah. I said. Yeah, seriously. Like, it would have been, it would have been terrible. But no, like, seriously, what did you have, like, when Strebel told you <laughs> James's favorite color is black? Go figure. Stop it. <laughs> but, like, when Strebel said he was dipping, did you have, like, did you, like, go to, was like, okay, this is my go-to segment. Like, if I, no, if I, I had to go solo, what was I going to yeah. do? I was just going to let it come it. to me. Like, because me, it, it would have just been Super Bowl prop bets. Like, that's, like, my Mine go-to. Mine would have just been just talking, just Going solo, yeah. 60 seconds? It's 52. Why are we going? Go, uh, is it that bad? <laughs> yes. Jesus, bad. James. We on the air. We got all these spots to clear. You passive-aggressive jerk. We, you, you remember the meeting earlier about the spots, right? Oh, so. yeah. And uh, full disclosure, the meeting, like, uh, I'm going to say this on the air, and hopefully no one's listening and they can't get in trouble. <laughs> I, like, had to delete, like, <laughs> 10 minutes of spots earlier today because I completely screwed up. So don't worry. We we pay our bills here. Like a Lannister, Valvano always pays his debts. I will double up on those spots tomorrow. But yeah, I completely messed up the the log earlier. All right. Any closing thoughts, Anna? I love you so much. That's it. Oh, I love you too. All right. And you're not Shrek. Thank you. You've got depth. You're like a jawbreaker. That's better. Like you got like, you know, lots of colorful, sweet layers. That's sweet. With a... Hard exterior. Damn it! I'm, whatever. I'm out of here. Mom, uh, come mom. me up. Bye, everybody. Tune back into the roundtable. Kentucky Fish and Wildlife post game as soon as UK goes uh, leaves at uh, 